Hello and welcome to On Board with Cruise Passenger, a podcast series for people who choose to cruise and those considering a cruise holiday. I'm Rose Jacobs from Cruise Passenger Magazine. I'm looking forward to seeing a younger generation of passengers enjoying cruise in 2020. And I'm Peter Lynch, editor of Cruise Passenger, and I'm looking forward to not feeling guilty about my travel in 2020. Don't get me wrong, we need to do something about the planet. But we can't all sail to New York on a yacht like Greta Thunberg, and I'm not going to stop travelling. And I'm Bernadette Chua, Cruise Passengers Content Editor. I'm looking forward to Richard Branson's new <laughs> ship in 2020. <laughs> I knew you liked him. <laughs> well, it's been a huge year for cruise in 2019, but it's 2020 that's set to shine when it comes to exciting new developments, destinations, cruise trends, ships, ports, types of passengers, cruise technology, the list is endless. Mm. We're going to see lots of great changes in technology, more small luxury ships and fly crews to places like Asia will, well, <laughs> take off. <laughs> <laughs> Very punny. And there are some amazing new destination features too with never seen before shore excursions and even locations yet to be explored, right guys? Ooh. Let's not forget that there are also a bunch of places that are dropping off the maps and mm. they're being declared no-go uh, zones. Yes. There certainly is plenty to think about when it comes to cruising in the year ahead. And there's something in particular one of our lucky listeners is going to enjoy next year. It's our competition we're offering today. A trip for two to Alaska with luxury expedition cruise line Panant, including return airfares. This is a good one. It is really, really good. So this wicked prize is valued at, can you believe this, $22,000. And it's super easy to enter. So stay tuned for the details on this competition coming up a little later today in today's podcast. I love this one. It's actually a fun little one with the uh, entry there as well. Stay tuned for that. We're going to be talking about (laughs) Alaska today also as one of the hot spots to visit in 2020. As it were. (laughs) (laughs) But for now, I'm going to suggest we kick things off with a look at the ship themselves from the new ships hitting the waters in 2020 to changes and upgrades with some of those major cruise liners well then it's hard not to go past the obvious new ship that's steering the cruise market in a new direction bring on scarlet lady from richard branson's virgin voyage my favorite ship upcoming In fact, Bern, I I believe you've spoken with someone special recently. I did. I did have a chat with Sir Richard Branson when he was recently in Australia. And I've got to tell you, it's going to make waves when it launches. Well, when you say make waves, that's a great description for it, Bern, because it doesn't necessarily mean this is the type of cruise for everyone. For a start, it's child-free. Well, it's our type of ship, hey, Rosie. (laughs) Child-free. When you say that, Peter, I should clarify, unlike other cruise lines that are desperate for the family dollar, this is not child-free as in kids sail for free. (laughs) No, this is a daring branch out into the adults-only ocean cruise industry. Where are those kids going? (laughs) Probably not on the ship, thank goodness. (laughs) It takes a market step further in terms of the destinations. And so it's going to sail from the traditionally popular family ports of USA's West Coast, as well as ship features that will attract a much younger generation of cruisers. Yes, and I have to say here that it's all out an ageist playbook. Mm -hmm. On board will be a tattoo parlour. Pole dancing in cabins. Mm -hmm. I'll just say that again. Pole dancing in cabins and stairs to encourage 
tabletop dancing. <laughs> I wonder who this ship is really aimed at. Well, certainly not traditional retirees, right? Oh, well, hang on a um, sec. I'm, I reckon there yeah. are loads of retirees out there that still enjoy a little bit of tabletop dancing and now and again, dancing. Peter. Yes. <laughs> Swingers cruise, perhaps? Uh, yes. <laughs> what do you think, Byrne? These, these retirees know how to party. Well, I think definitely you'll find a few grey-haired ladies lining up to get a bit of ink done, maybe get the grandkids' <laughs> names down their arms. I can see it now. <laughs> a granny in the uh, tattoo parlour. No, just getting the phone number put on her arm for when the um, memory loss really oh, starts That's to a great in. idea. Ladies, <laughs> let's not forget Sir Richard Branson is planning to take the first, his first ever cruise aboard the Scarlet Lady to celebrate his 70th birthday. My goodness. Mm. But let's get back to the ship. And Byrne, you raised a great point. What Virgin is essentially doing, and I have faith that Richard Branson isn't going to be investing heavily in any venture without doing his homework. What they're really doing is they're deliberately creating a cruise line that excludes families and seniors leaving... Leaving? What? Leaving what? Leaving millennials. Oh, oh, leaving, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, until now, they there have only been two cruise passenger demographics that will cruise the most. And it's quite a gamble. Yep. So does this mean that in 2020, thanks to Virgin, we're going to see a surge in younger people taking cruises for the first time? And I'm going to guess by the time they finish a cruise like that, there won't be many Virgins <laughs> left. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like a schoolies holiday. It does. Oh, while my those worst nightmare. While those grandparents are pole dancing in their cabins, no doubt. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> But it's not just the millennials. Like, have a think, really, have a think about some of these other demographics that could benefit from a cruise style like that. Well, the LGBTQI community Indeed. also would be part of that. Yeah, part of that demographic. I mean, that's, there is really a market Very for that. Very keen yeah. on pole dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and tattoos. But I couldn't agree more, Byrne. And so Virgin will actually be one to watch for 2020. Mm. Um, you know, particularly for taking this new direction in the cruising market. Absolutely. And there are two, two schools of thought. One very, 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 very keen on the idea. And another school which actually says it's just going to be another ship with a lot of marketing. Mm. But another new ship to watch for 2020 is Carnival's New Splendour. She has technically been launched in late 2019, and to be frank, she's not a new ship, but she will really hit her stride in 2020, starting her maiden voyages in the South Pacific, sailing from Australia. And unlike Virgin Voyages, she's for the family. Very much so. Mm, I am so last year. Haven't they heard that 2020 is all about <laughs> adults only cruise? Come I'll on. take your kids on the Carnival Splendor and you do the pole dancing on Deal. Virgin Voyages. Deal. <laughs> I think the Carnival Splendor isn't going to be struggling. We're talking about a 3,000 plus passenger ship that has massive twister water slides, a luxurious adults only area, a big, big Cloud Nine spa, 26 different dining and drinks options, and some of the best entertainment at sea. So basically, it sounds like a ship where adults and children can meet in the middle somewhere. Yes. Mum and Dad can relax. That's your ideal cruise, isn't it? Bern? Exactly. Best of everything. Dump the kids downstairs and go head up into the Cloud Nine Spa. <laughs> well, Grad is at the pole dancing. I well, believe um, <laughs> we're, we're going to be checking it out next week, aren't we? We are. We yes. are. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, right? Well, you'll certainly be uh, broadcasting about it next year, I'm sure. <laughs> so... 
Aside from Carnival Splendor, P&O also has some changes afloat with their ships. Yes, another new ship that has just been announced for P&O. The Pacific Encounter will join the Aussie fleet. Not launching until 2021, so we'll have to wait for that one. Oh, yes, but for next year, P&O Cruises will be welcoming Encounter's sister ship, Pacific Adventure, in October. And she is a 2,636 guest ship, currently sailing as the Golden Princess. Mm. The adventure along with uh, the P&O look and feel will be introducing new things on board the ships like Twin Racer Water Slides, <laughs> an Edge Adventure Park, and in true Aussie spirit, at a Byron Beach Club. Mm. Yes, and talking of beach clubs, Byrne, another big feature of 2020 is private islands with beach clubs. Royal Mm. Caribbean is planning to open one of the first private islands in our region. Royal Caribbean opened one in the Bahamas called Coco Cay recently, and they have plans for another in the South Pacific. And this one is close to your heart, Rosie. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to get started talking about this one. Um, I've been tracking this one closely because um, as a former resident of Vanuatu, this one's quite close to home for me. So as you said, Peter, Royal Caribbean are currently negotiating a lease to turn a private pristine island in Vanuatu into a day club for their passengers. Mm. And it'll be like you can imagine, complete with water parks, slides, restaurants, hot air balloons, zip lines and swimming pools. Any pole dancing? Oh, oh, probably. Oh. It's a massive development. You know, picture Disneyland in the heart of the South Pacific. And as you can imagine, pros and cons. It's causing quite a stir amongst the locals and they're rightly so quite concerned about the environmental and cultural impact that something like this will have for the local community. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see how it, it develops. And from what we hear, there are private islands in the works for other cruise lines around the globe as well, like MSC and Norwegian Cruise Lines as well. It does raise the subject also about what's happening with sustainable cruising in 2020. With 50 ships currently being built, this is going to make a big I- impact on cruising in the years to come. As our oceans and waterways start to become overcrowded, it's something we're all thinking about. Well, no wonder they're creating these islands because they're running out of room. (laughs) (laughs) And it is going to be harder and harder to access exclusive or remote areas, you know, without several other ships competing for the same experiences. Yeah, I mean, places like Antarctica and Alaska, for example, they're top of the list for destinations for a lot of people that want to visit in 2020. But how can we kind of ensure that everyone has a great experience, including the locals? Mm. Yeah, it does seem a contradiction. Every traveller is seeking a more authentic, personalised, remote and immersive experience. But we're all heading to the same places. (laughs) The cruise lines have seen this and they are making an effort. Well, you know, we've spoken to one um, one cruise line before, Hurdy Gruten, Peter, who have dedicated themselves to expedition cruising that leaves a very, very light footprint. And they're developing ships that now run on liquid natural gas, mm. which obviously re- reduces your carbon emissions and fuels like fish oil, which they're hoping to pioneer in the future. <laughs> yeah, so. and even their shore excursions are designed to have a really positive impact on tourism for those communities that they visit. For example, they ask permission from the locals if mm. they can bring the tourists down to interact with them. And, and, and they really show that respect. Yes, that's brilliant. That's Ponant, I think, uh, the people who are actually sponsoring our prize. Oh. <laughs> but yes, sure, excursions right across the market are taking a new turn in 2020 with better experiences and more purpose, like culinary tours and cultural visits that really make a difference. 
meeting real people and helping them get real benefit from allowing you to visit. Mm. Now, it does sound like great initiatives that the cruise lines are taking. One of the other big trends for 2020, solo travel is going to be big now. That's also my kind of holiday. I am so stoked to hear about that, Burn, because I am actually about to take my first solo holiday ever. And and you'll love it. I can't wait. (laughs) No kids, no one. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I love my children. Um, I think there is going to be a huge surge of fellow travellers who are looking for cruising holidays that make you feel welcome as a solo passenger. Yeah, and wellness-themed cruises are also making big waves. There is even a cruise line planning to launch a ship that is just about getting healthy and fit. Not so much a floating gym palace, more a floating gym. Uh, (laughs) That sounds interesting. Yeah, I might skip that one. Anyway, (laughs) it's going gangbusters, um, despite what I think. But all the major cruise lines are offering everything from rainforest yoga, shore excursions to mindfulness coaches. And even therapy sessions. Hmm. Uh, Whatever happened to the buffet? No, I've actually, I've (laughs) even heard of one cruise line that offers guests the chance to do laughter therapy. (laughs) They should come on with us. Oh, I think, yeah, (laughs) someone should tell them save their money and just listen to our podcast. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Theme cruising in general is picking up a pace. It's no longer just about cooking cruise or a golf cruise. These days we're seeing some really unique themes like um, knitting and quilting. (laughs) Huh. <laughs> Actually, I've heard of one that's um, ghost hunting ghost theme cruises. And my favourite one is the Meow Meow Cat Cruise. Meow. Do they have cats on the cruise? Well, technically, they're not allowed <laughs> to bring their cats. So that would make it a little bit more interesting sitting around talking about their cats. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll one up maybe and say that um, I think on the rise for 2020 is the clothing optional cruises that are going oh, to be on the rise. Oh. Good one, Burn. <laughs> <laughs> well, personally, I find the gothic cruising quite amusing. Oh, but on a serious note, I'm sure this one requires clothing. The trend of fly <laughs> cruise is going to be quite popular mm. in 20. Well, I hope it involves clothing. Me too, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, Peter, for those people listening who haven't ever heard of fly cruise, can you give us an idea of what that is? Well, basically, as more and more cruise lines think of more and more ways to attract new cruisers, they're going to do deals with airlines and they're opening up more destinations for people to cruise to that require a little more distance from home. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's making more destinations accessible to cruise travellers, especially for us Aussies at the uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> Bottom, bottom end, bottom. the butt end of the world. <laughs> there is another word for it, but I'm not going to mention it. <laughs> well, no wonder Antarctica is going to be the hot spot to visit for 2020 and Alaska because we're easier to get there. Yeah. Yep. I'm also going to say that Asia is back. Well, Royal Caribbean has just signed a five-year deal with Changi Airport and Singapore Tourism to bring 600,000 extra oh. cruisers to sail on quantum-class ships, the world's biggest, out of the island republic. And Australia as a target. Well, I'm excited to hear that Myanmar is also going to be back on the itineraries, including APT, after that season of political unrest in the region. So it's going to be great news for travellers who want to get into old Burma, new Myanmar, but also for those locals who work in the cruise industry in Mm. those areas who have been out of work for a while. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's great news for cruisers who like to get off the ship and spend a few days in a location, and it will really help the local economy. They can, Mm. you know, do some 
shopping. They oh. can go to the local restaurants, you oh. know, that kind of thing. Oh, you're, talk- you're talking my language, <laughs> Burn. Now, especially if you think about river cruising in 2020, because it is you know, going to be possible to visit multiple countries in one journey. Mm-hmm. And the shore excursions are all about quality, free choice moments, and in some of the most beautiful cities on earth. Mm. Yeah, but speaking of destinations that are going to be in for 2020, it's worth mentioning that there are several places that are suddenly out for 2020. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so 2019 was a big year for Croatia, but now it's on a couple of no-go lists for 2020. Not for safety reasons, but more because of over-tourism, thanks to Game of Thrones. Yep, and and they're not alone in that. I mean, have a think about Venice recently with the floods. Mm. Also, I've heard that Thailand and Barcelona are both on that list just for that overcrowding. And this morning I heard in the news that the Trevi Fountain is now Mm. under threat because... um, too many tourists. Oh well, my gosh. They're thinking of putting up a fence around the fountain, aren't they? Oh. You know, yes. no, no penny throwing then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Machu Picchu is another one that's on yes. top of the no-go list. Even though it's not a cruise destination, a lot of people do kind of add pre- and post-excursions there. Um, and purely also not because of the safety issue, but again, it's the over-tourism. That's absolutely right. Mm. And this raises the topic of travel insurance, Mm. which is going to be more important in 2020 than ever for passengers. After 2019 saw several cases of cruise lines cancelling on their passengers, changing their travel plans, all without refunds. Yep, I know Scenic uh, came under fire for putting river passengers on buses. Um, Oh my God. Yes, and (laughs) how dare they? And One Ocean has also recently left loads of devastated passengers, a lot of Aussies too, um, you know, somewhere out of pocket around $40,000. Simply, you know, they cancelled their sailings and the insurance companies just don't cover you. Yeah, I mean, it will be a really hot topic for 2020 to see how there are big shifts in the travel insurance industry and you know people I think will become a lot smarter about how they book their trips and knowing their rights. Mm -hmm. Yeah be very careful and don't forget book through a reputable travel agent it does make a big difference Mm, but I'm also excited about what's going to be happening in technology in 2020. Princess Cruises are introducing their medallion in Australia in February. Oh, it sounds like a a, a prize (laughs) from the Olympics. Well, (laughs) it is kind of because you'll be winning when you get one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, can you explain what is the medallion? So the medallion is is either a lanyard or something you wear on your wrist so that the ship can actually track you. And that means staff will know not just where you are, but who you are and what you like. So when you order anywhere on the ship, say a glass of champagne for instance you'll be that champagne will seamlessly arrive by your side in minutes so i won't only be able to track where the kids are but i'll be able to find where Mm. rosie is drinking (laughs) the champagne that's exactly (laughs) right but i thought i said i was just in my room (laughs) (laughs) hold on there you are you're at the spa again found you yes but I, I, actually i like the idea of this because you know how many times do you have to raffle through your handbag mm. looking for your key or you've lost your little room key um somewhere in the spa <laughs> and with these medallions they'll easily be able to open doors for you like a keyless system there's mm. so many benefits They're yes super flash. they yeah. actually can tell you're coming turn your aircon on turn mm. the lights on 
and open the door as you arrive. So after one at home. After too many bottles of Moet, it will just <laughs> sense that I'm coming back to the room. <laughs> it will just order another <laughs> bottle. She's crawling again. She's <laughs> crawling. <laughs> open the door. <laughs> and speaking of other, other cruise lines that are doing more with technology – Guess what Royal Caribbean are doing? Oh, trips to the moon? I'm well, wild. kind of. If you're wearing a virtual headset like the ones we'll be providing, ah. um, guests will be able to even try eating sushi while they are in Tokyo. Oh, in no inverted way. commas, with their virtual reality headset. Or if they want, say, maybe a Greek feast, <gasps> they'll be in Santorini using these virtual headsets. Well, I think just that just about takes the cake, guys. Let's wrap things up with a description about what a typical traveller is going to look like in 2020. For a start, with insurance, there'll be wiser travellers in 2020. Ah, and there'll be younger travellers in 2020. There'll be solo travellers. There'll be kid-free travellers. LGBTQI travellers. There'll be environmentally aware travellers. Experience-seeking authentic travellers. And travellers who may or may not be wearing clothes. <laughs> and pole dancing. <laughs> With tattoos. These are the things we will be seeing in crews around the world in 2020. And for our listeners who want to be one of those travellers, then here are the details of that competition you've been waiting so patiently to hear about. It sounds great. This is incredible. Um, $22,000 this is valued wow. at. It's a seven-night Penant luxury expedition cruise to Alaska, including return flights for two people. How good does that sound, that guys? Sounds Pretty darn amazing. And I can tell you those Penant ships are really beautiful. They're incredible. Now, the competition ends at the end of January and the winner is announced in February. But it's really quite fun how to enter. You basically head to our website, yep. cruisepassenger.com.au, and you have to answer this question. What is the capital of Alaska. Mm. Um, Jakarta? Jeonju. Mm. <laughs> oh, no problems about you guys not appearing on the cruise. Or is it Juno? <laughs> anyway, oh. we, uh, no, no, One guys, of those guys, three guys, sounds guys, guys, correct. We cannot help. No, okay. we're not helping. Um, but I can strongly suggest that you guys go online and have a go because how incredible. Do it. Yeah. You've got to be in it to win it. So good. Now, it wouldn't be a podcast <sighs> without one of Peter's jokes. Of course. So a cruise ship passes by a remote island and the passengers see a bearded man running around and waving his arms wildly. Captain, one of the passengers asks, who is that man over there? I have no idea, the captain says. But he goes nuts every year when we pass him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at my own jokes. You should. I think we need a foghorn. It's tradition. Oh. And that was our last Peter Cruise joke for the year. The last foghorn of Thank the year. Thank God. Oh, I'm picturing Tom Hanks from Cast Away. <laughs> Wilson! <laughs> <laughs> well, that is it for On Board with Cruise Passenger this week. And for 2019, don't forget to check out our website, cruisepassenger.com.au. Sign up for our digital newsletter. And enter the competition. From all of us at Cruise Passenger, thank you for listening and have a Merry Christmas. See you in 2020. Merry See you Christmas. next year. Bye. Bye. Bye.